So today, I want to focus in on a passage of scripture in Luke. So we're taking a break from our study of Ephesians because this is Energen Sunday, and we're going to be in Luke chapter 5 today, Luke chapter 5. This is what Luke tells us. One day, as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in to, on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it's deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, We worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let down the nets again. And this time, their nets were so full of fish, they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, Oh, Lord, please leave me. I'm too much of a sinner to be around you. For Peter was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Jesus replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. So several things are going on. First of all, Jesus was already teaching. And he's teaching along the shores of a lake. And there are some fishermen that had been out all night fishing. Now, because I'm a kayaker, I'm out at various docks and boat ramps all around Kentucky when the weather's warmer. And usually when I'm paddling to the shore and the sun is setting, that's when all the fishermen arrive. I don't know anything about fishing, but I've guessed this much. If you want to catch fish, you do it at night. <laughs> you don't do it during the day. And so these fishermen had been out all night long and they had caught nothing. So Jesus is teaching along the shore, and because there's such a crowd, he wants to get in one of the boats and have them push out into the water so that everybody on the shore can see him and hear him as he's teaching. And so Jesus does his teaching from the boat, and then he tells the guys who are the fishermen that were out all night and wanting to go home because they're tired, he tells them, tell you what, now that I'm done teaching, you push out a little bit into the deep water and throw your nets down again. Now, if you're a fisherman and you had been out all night and hadn't caught anything and you know what you're doing because you're a fisherman and some rabbi comes along and he just wants to borrow your boat so he can make a point from the shore and then he tells you to go out and throw your nets down again, are you really inclined to want to do that? Nope. No, you're not so inclined to want to do that because you think, what does this guy know? He doesn't know anything. We've been out all night. You think we're going to catch something? And they go out, and sure enough, they catch the mother load. The nets are so full, it takes several of them to haul it into one boat and then haul it into the other boat. And they're amazed, right? And Peter, of course, I'm unworthy to be in your presence, right? Jesus, I got to remind you, is God right? We believe that God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So when Jesus says something, God is saying something. When Jesus does something, God is doing something. When Jesus feels something, 
we're getting a picture and a snapshot into God, what God feels about that. And Jesus, even though he was God, spent a lot of time around ordinary people. Fishermen, these weren't famous people. They weren't the smartest people. Neither of them, none of the, these three men, in particular, Peter, James, and John, they weren't Roman authorities. None of them was king or Caesar. And yet Jesus chose to invite these three men to become his disciples. And again, by way of reminder for you grown-ups, the way it worked in the first century is a disciple is someone who agrees to become just like their master or their teacher. And so when the disciples followed Jesus, they're saying, hey, we want to be just like you. I find it fascinating that Jesus chose ordinary people. And not just that, he chose some ordinary people that would get overlooked. And that's at the end of this chapter. At the end of this chapter, Jesus encounters a man named Levi. We know him as Matthew. And Matthew was a tax collector. Now, in the Roman world, just like in America today, people don't like paying taxes. Some of all y'all got a bunch of stimulus money and this and that, and when you pay your taxes this year, you're, you're going to find that your refund's not as big as it used to be, and you're going to have a case of the grumblies. <laughs> Uncle Sam messing the apple cart, <laughs> right? Well, people in the Roman world were grumpy about taxes too. And tax collectors back then were thieves. So they took the amount of money that they needed to pass on to Caesar, and they took more so that they could make themselves rich. And so all of the people of that day, they didn't like tax collectors at all. Well, Jesus shows up at Matthew's tax collecting booth and invites him to become a disciple. Follow me, Jesus says. And Matthew does just that. He leaves his tax collecting booth, and that night he calls together all of his friends. He can't believe it that a rabbi would choose him to be a disciple. If there was anybody that should be overlooked, anybody should, that should be ignored, it would be Matthew. He's beside himself, and he wants all of his friends to meet this rabbi. And of course, Jesus gets into trouble for this. Listen to what some of the uh, God's got, God squad has to say. That's verse 30. The Pharisees and the teachers of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples. Why do you eat and drink with such scum? It's in the Bible. <laughs> they were not happy. And what does Jesus say to them? Healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. I've come to call not those who think they're righteous, but those who know that they're sinners and need to repent. And so it is. Jesus wasn't worried about what other people thought. And Jesus chose and included people who normally would have gotten left out by the God squad, left out by the people who determined who was valuable and who wasn't. Um, and that's the big idea for today. And that's simply this. Include people who are left out. Include people who are left out. For you kids, this is going to be a bit of a challenge. And for you grown-ups, this is going to be a bit of a challenge. But one of the amazing things about God's family, for all of us who are brothers and sisters and cousins and aunts and uncles in Christ Jesus, we have something that the world needs, that kind of family, that acceptance with God made possible through Jesus. And 
there's so many people in this community who are left out for one reason or another. When my daughter Jillian was in high school, I got a front row seat to what that feels like. So Jillian, when she was in high school, she was an oboe player, and she also danced ballet. And so because she danced ballet, and with the demands of the rehearsals for the Nutcracker performance in the fall, she didn't participate in marching band. And they wanted her to be a flag person like nobody's business. They would ask her every week, Jill, come on and be a flag person. And she knew she couldn't handle it. It was just too much. So that spring, there was the band banquet held at the high school. And Jillian had played oboe all year long in the concert band. She just didn't do marching band. And so we show up at the band banquet and she's got her arm, you know, interlocked in my arm and I'm happy to bring her there. And we get to the first table and there's two seats open. And you know what they say to us? You can't sit here. We're saving these seats for someone else. Not a problem. So we, we go to the second table. And you know what they said? I'm sorry, we're, we're saving these seats. You need to go someplace else. I took her to a third table. Same thing. At this point, now for those of you that are moms and dads, are you feeling this moment? <laughs> yeah, you're feeling this moment. So kids, if you, didn't, if you didn't know this, your parents actually do love you. <laughs> and when people hurt your feelings and stuff like that and reject you, your parents feel it. They feel it in their hearts, okay? In case you didn't know that. So it wasn't just a third table. We went to a fourth table. And they said, there's no, sorry, we're saving these seats for other people. And I looked at my daughter at that moment and I said, honey, I will take you to any restaurant in Lexington. I don't care what it costs. We'll go, we'll shoot the moon tonight. <laughs> like, not a problem. What do you want to do? And she said, no, dad, I've been in band. I want to be here at the band banquet. We can just sit over here by ourselves. And I was like, yeah, just crushed, right? So I say that story so that you feel the impact of what the kingdom of God can do for those who feel left out. In America right now today, there's a lot of people who feel left out, sometimes because of their politics, sometimes because of uh, interests, you know, they're a sci-fi nerd or they're too much, you know, there's all kinds of reasons that people get left out, right? And so I want to remind you and encourage you that you and I have a tremendous opportunity to be ambassadors for Jesus and how we welcome others and how we include those who are often left out. And along those lines, I've got a question that I want you to work on today. So if you'll put up my intro there, Caleb. All right, today's question. For the people that you came with, or for people that you're sitting with, I want you to take about a minute or so and discuss when have you felt left out? When have you felt left out? On your mark, get set, go. Go. 